Critical minerals for UK mining and battery recycling, UK's footprint on virgin mining and urban mining of lithium. It sounds a mouthful, but it is the title of an extremely pertinent sector research note published by corporate broker Hybriden. It discusses the circularity of the electric vehicle revolution and the small cap companies that are involved in that universe. I am delighted to be joined by the author of that note, Emily Leah, who is Associate Director of Research at Hybriden. And Emily, thank you for joining us. And first of all, uh, for the investment audience to understand the opportunity, they need to understand the bigger picture. So what are the drivers for the EV circular economy? Well, the drivers are pretty clear. First of all, we need to have energy security and electrification is a very big uh, part of it. And um, secondly, it's also decarbonization because uh, we are banning the sale of a, a new diesel and petrol vehicle very soon in first in the UK in 2030 and then in the EU 2035. So it's actually, the two driver basically energy security and decarbonization. Do you think that the energy security part has been accelerated by the situation that we're we're seeing with Russia and Ukraine? Definitely, because Russia is actually 15% of a global supply of a nickel. And all the advanced battery chemistry uh, in an electric vehicle. Is very depending on nickel. The higher nickel, the content, the higher the density. Um, so nickel is very is definitely one of the critical mineral. But I think um, when it comes to regulation, uh, regulatory driver, there are two pieces of legislation I would like to emphasize. First of all, there's a EU battery uh, regulation, and that set of regulation will replace the one in place uh, starting in 2016. 2006. And that's actually a very thorough and very progressive, um, yeah, I think the most uh, advanced legislation in the world. It actually required the recovery ratio um, for, for all the uh, spent battery, uh, used battery, waste batteries, and also require how much lithium will have to be recycled like five years from now. Um, and also later, it will also require how much of a battery, new battery, how much of a the the used content, recycled content has to go to the new battery. Um, that actually has sweeping um, impact through for the supply chain. So to meet that uh, regulation, you have we have to start recycle. And then secondly, for the UK industry, car industry, we manufacture roughly less than a million car last year. And 80% of the car made in the UK are exported. And most of the when goes to Europe. So European market is very important. And to qualify free trade agreement, we have to, in a, a from, starting from 2027, uh, 27, we have to use battery made in the EU or UK. Uh, not only that, um, within the battery, 70% of content have to be UK or EU sourced. So to have this closed loop recycling um, from virgin mining, urban mining, you know, all the way to the supply chain is critical. I had no idea, Emily, that we 
here in the UK exported so many vehicles. And I, I'm wondering, is that because there's a greater appetite and acceptance outside the UK, or is it due to the cost of living crisis that we can't actually afford to buy the goods that we create? I think it depends on the uh, interesting on the most of it. I think last year UK produced 700k uh, cars and 200k roughly electric vehicles um, and mostly Nissan BMW. Um, so it's a car model, specific car model uh, in place uh, manufacturing in the UK and. And UK car industry actually need a bit of an electrified boost because uh, we need electrification. Uh, EV car to be made here, uh, hence the battery. We also need a battery to be made here. Yeah. So it's it's all about money and investment opportunities. So what are the financial benefits of creating an EV circular economy here in the UK? I think uh, the two things to be quality to qualify the free trade agreement between EU and the UK, um, first you have to have a lithium or the ideally other critical mineral as well from EU or UK. And EU actually has zero uh, identified lithium resources. Even in the, you know, if starting, I use a mile uh, 2015 as a milestone because that's a year of a Paris agreement, uh, very important global treaty. So in that year, EU had no identified resources of lithium. But today they have, a, I think, 5% of global identified lithium resources are in Europe. And mostly, among this is like 60% in Germany, 20% in Czech Republic. And I think, very interestingly, in, uh, in the ecosystem, uh, EU, uh, UK listed company, uh, there are actually quite a few companies have a project in Europe. Uh, Zingwa, Lithium have a project in Germany, and uh, European Metal Holding have a project in, Czech, in the Czech Republic, and Savannah Resources have a project in Portugal. And even in the UK, we have a bit of a revival of a mining exploration development. Interestingly, in Cornwall, <laughs> there are three mining company developers, uh, two are private, uh, British Lithium, Cornish Lithium, private company have identified resources, lithium resources in the UK. Um, and there's a listed company called Strategic Mineral. They're also exploring lithium resources in Cornwall. So it'd be good to see the revival of the mining activity uh, here. And I think it's in, let's not forget there, I think we estimate up, up to date, roughly a million electric car has been sold, pure electric car and hybrid uh, plug-in electric car have been sold in the UK. They're running around on, on the roads. And we estimate that about those sitting inside the car, at least like 4,000 metric tons of lithium. Sitting in the car, we're seeing every day. So ideally all this critical mineral should be recycled here in the UK. And not only that, they should be reproduced into battery materials to have this kind of closed loop uh, system. And there's many to be made because there's a regulatory environment. Uh, you have to meet. Um, so that's actually important yeah. for the ecosystem. It's a yeah. to be, yeah. 
So it, that's that's very important. You've talked about the value chain there. So yes. you've got the explorers and interesting, you know, the, the holiday tourist spot. Uh, Cornwall is actually seeing a revival, as you said, within the mining industry. Who knew that that would have happened sort of 100 years after it first started in the, you know, the, the previous mining revolution so you've got that but you've brought us right to the end of the chain the recycling because of the regulatory issues so let's just unpick some of the names that you mentioned there so you've got the, the the two the three that that are in Cornwall and the rest are the mainly aim listed companies that are involved within that circular economy uh, other than, I think we just touch upon virgin mining, which is mining from the natural world, but there's a thing they call urban mining, which is recycling, basically. Um, there are two names we noticed that they have activities in, in the space. Um, one is called Technology Mineral. They have a, um, they own 48% of a company called Recyclers Group. Um, they are building, I call this mechanical plant. Um, basically, they collect all the feedstock, which is waste battery, and they're crushing into, you know, and then process that into something they call carbon uh, black mass. So it's a powder, um, once you process the powder actually you would put, is, is a recycled, uh, is a the outcome of the recycled um, material is mainly cathode and anode. And what's sitting inside a battery, the most valuable part is actually cathode, that's where, lithium, nickel, cobalt are from. So they have this uh, mechanical process. Um, and there's a, another uh, business model in the recycling space is that uh, you only not only do the mechanical part, you also do the chem chemical part, which is a metallurgical process of a purifying and extract metal again. So um, the company involved in the space is called uh, Acme Capital Investment. They own 100% a company called uh, Tees Valley Lithium, and that company will work with a partner does recycling, but the company activity, the main activity of the company is actually building a refinery. They want to produce um, lithium hydroxide. Um, this material goes to a better material. So I think um, it's either you do virtual mining or urban mining, and they both are opportunity there. But I think in the middle, you know, uh, when it comes to battery material, also opportunity for developer of the process. Um, if you have the know-how, actually, it's actually quite interesting to, to do that. Um, the company we noticed is called Neo Metal. They have a they have a sustainable and preparatory process that address recycling of a nickel-heavy chemistry. Um, that's important. And also if you have a, because there's a heritage of a, um, there's no shortage of Italian chemistry in the UK. Um, people develop, if you can develop interesting, addicted to the battery material and to make the battery performance better, uh, it's also another interesting area to look at, but we haven't identified company in the space yet. So there are actually a few uh, activity in, this, in the value chain uh, for small young company SME to focus on. It's quite painful when I'm reminded of the UK's heritage where chemistry is concerned because yes. I, actually, I actually got an ungraded at O level, which pretty <laughs> but never mind. So yes, we do have that heritage. We do, yes. 
it's just whether the, the whether the market and investors um, get behind these these young companies. Um, I mean, there are some young companies, new companies, but with um, more established figureheads. I'm thinking about Atl Atlantic Lithium um, chief executives without going into how old they are. Um, they're, they're of a certain age. So Atlantic Lithium, it seems as though many companies have got the word lithium within their title. It seems to be kind of trendy to have the word lithium in your company name. Yes. Um, when I was doing the research, I find it very interesting because there's no shortage of lithium in the natural world. Um, but lithium is very highly uh, reactive. That's why it's using battery. I give you a very good reaction. But because of that, there's no natural form of a uh, lithium. Like there's no natural element of lithium in, exists in a standalone base, pure lithium. It's all part of a salt or other compound. So to extract that in an economic way uh, is a challenge. And the challenge going forward is also to reduce the carbon footprint. And actually in the EU battery re regulation, they also have a carbon disclosure requirement. So there are um, ideas, you know, how you can reduce the carbon footprint uh, when you extra, extract lithium from natural world. So that's an interesting company. They, are, they have a mine in Chile. Um, they are thinking about doing, they will deploy a technology called direct lithium extraction. So basically pump the uh, continental brine and then extract the lithium and, and then pump the water back to, uh, to underground. So the company involved, uh, want to do the, deploy the technology is called Clintech Lithium. And in Cornwell, Cornish Lithium, they want to try to find a way to, to you know, try to explore whether they can extract lithium from geothermal water. That has no, uh, success story, you know, there's no commercial success up to date, but people have been thinking about that. So they're trying different technology of doing that as well. So there's um, uh, a lot of lithium company, mining company explore the existing known resources in, you know, a lot of lithium triangle in Latin America, but also uh, in Europe, UK, US, a lot in Australia as well. So. The word lithium, there's a different kind of flavor to that, <laughs> I would say. It certainly does. Well, we're coming to the end of our conversation, but um, so far, I've, I'm getting the sense from you that we should be looking at companies that have the know-how, perhaps um, a wise board doesn't have to necessarily be a young thrusting company, doesn't necessarily have to be located in Cornwall, but what are the key issues for investors to think about when investing in the EV circular economy? I think um, depending on the um, ecosystem they want to serve, but I will focus on the name that I want to serve is the EU-UK ecosystem. So if the mine is not in this area, if they can mine in a, in a clean way, low carbon footprint, which I think is a plus. And I also think investors should look at the metrics called once resources identify, not just ore tonnage, but also uh, lithium carbonate equivalent, because um, uh, that gives you a sense of quality and of the of the mine basically the resources. Um, when it comes to 
urban, you know, recycling. I'll focus on whether it's just mechanical plant or vertically integrated plant because the know-how and capital requirement is actually quite different. Um, and the ability to recycle different chemistry uh, is important. And the ability to really recover the metal if you are vertically integrated plant is important because as far as I know, uh, cobalt is really difficult to recycle, to recover basically. Um, all these are important factor. And I think most actually don't rule out the scenario. Even today, actually car company have to pay uh, once they have to dispose the battery, you have to, to pay recycler to pay them the gate fee because there's a shortage of recycling capacity in the UK. But I think going forward, because you have to meet a requirement of having some recycled material, it could be that feedstock become very expensive. So sourcing of the feedstock is also, I think, um, important is uh, advantage, competitive edge to have. That's, that's very interesting. So look at those that um, pay the gate fee and look at those who are the gatekeepers to the yes. UK's EV circular economy. Emily, thank you very much indeed. You've certainly got me thinking along different investment lines. I very much appreciate it, particularly as I need to buy a new car. My other one's just clocked on 100,000 miles. I don't think it'll do another mile more. So thank you very much indeed. Emily Leo, Associate Director of Research at Corporate Broker Hybrid, and thank you very much indeed. Thank you. This podcast was brought to you by Master Investor. For more investment and economics analysis, please visit masterinvestor.co.uk.